0: Good morning everyone. Welcome once again to Spinistry Live. I am your race host Kevin Lee and we are in beautiful downtown Valley View, Texas scouting out the 2020 Texas Chain Ring Massacre 100k main route. That's what we're verifying right now. have a special guest along for the ride today. Our good friend and uh, occasional drinking buddy, <laughs> Mr. Ron Wadley from Insurance for Texans. Please tell everyone hello, Ron. What's up, folks? A little overcast today, but it should be a good time. And this is this is uh, our this is our stage traditional staging spot where we line everybody up. Uh, if you and we uh, we do have an audio only version, but if you have a chance, pick up our one a quarter miles turn left. Which will uh, which will show our dash cam the whole way. Ron and I are just we're gonna we're gonna shoot the shit while we're checking out the route. We're and, good at that, and we do that quite a bit. Uh, it is well. I get actually. I think they open at 11, but we haven't stopped by Whiskey Hollow just yet. There's a greater than zero chance that we will stop by at the end, though. I feel an old fashioned coming on, but I. I could be mistaken I'll go more than greater than zero <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again everyone welcome back to ministry live. we're glad you're joining us. Uh, we're pretty darned excited about what uh, what's coming up here in about 10 days or so. It looks like we're gonna easily have our largest event ever of any kind in ministry land which that's pretty darned exciting. Uh, b- because I, I, don't know, I mean, obviously, you're a business owner, Ron. So yeah, I mean, growth is important. There's yeah, no growth, doubt about growth that. Growth is very important. But that's not a. Sp- we don't. We don't do our stuff specifically to hey, let's make it bigger. it's it, we. I'm really happy with just things growing naturally, so to speak. Kind of an organic growth thing. Because I think it means you're doing something right. It does, and it and it's really kind of impressive to say that after what happened two years ago when you had a surprise visitor for this event that blew it up uh, just because that, that visitor was put out there in the public sphere uh, when none other than Mr. Armstrong showed up for this event and raced it. Yeah, Lance Armstrong showing up definitely uh, it kind of it took us to a different level awareness there's no doubt about that and that brings up a good point we're actually we're on lee road right now so we start on lee road and we finish on in a quarter mile turn left the way that the way that this uh this is routed um it was very cool to have lance armstrong out here there's no ifs ands or buts about that but it was also problematic is not the right word Uh, it would it just put a different spin on things a different dynamic
1: Turn
0: left on I-35 fronted that, Road. I'll be perfectly honest. I was not completely comfortable with just that time. Mean. I'm sorry. Logistics changed. Logistics changed. changed distinctly. We definitely sh- shifted from a uh, a North Texas event to maybe not a true nationwide event, but a multi-state regional event in yeah. awareness. At that point, um, in a half mile, turn left. The event itself had always, we we built the Texas Chain Ring Massacre. Uh, this was our one gravel grinder that was targeted towards the racing crowd to begin with. It was a request after we did our first Red River Riot that, hey, that's kind of cool, but could you put something together that's a little a bit more mile, focused on left. the on the racing thing? And that's how the Texas Charing Massacre came about to begin with. And we've always kind of kept this one. This is our race, race. Our, we have a racing element to all of our events.
1: Turn left. Signs for yeah, I. This old man N. still
0: shows up and just rides in that race. Well, and that's yeah. the, that's the thing. It's still, it's not racer only though. Sure. Um, that's, and that's definitely a balancing act on our part.
1: In a quarter mile, turn left.
0: So everything we've done so far, I'm expecting to do as a neutral rollout. And just kind of steadily up in the pace of the... Yeah, the the bridge here will send some folks out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come up this bridge, you know, 20 miles an hour or so, and I'm thinking we'll probably have a true lead pack split out from everybody about that point. I'll rock it off the back for you. They appreciate it. And encourage anyone else that's <laughs> back there to, hey, let's just hang out. Yeah. Maybe I'll stash a, stash a cooler on somewhere for you guys to find. That works. I might let you pick a spot along the way. It's like, hey, Kevin, just leave us a cooler here. I could probably do that. Um Yeah, so Yeah, so to say that this is the biggest ever.
1: In a quarter mile, turn left
0: after some of the things that have gone on like that that's pretty impressive that, that was uh that was that that was definitely a shift in this event as far as who who was aware it was out here in Hawaii.
1: turn left onto uh, we had
0: i mean we had a pretty obviously we had a good texas crowd prior to that we had a pretty good oklahoma crowd of uh, a few louisiana people were coming uh but this this really you know we bring down a bunch of Kansas, yeah. uh, Nebraska, Missouri. They, they want to get out of that cold. That's understandable. Uh, some Colorado folks Function. are coming down. Okay. So this will be In our two first and a half
1: miles turn right.
0: gravel section. I actually laid this out the other way and I looked at it some more. It's like I think we need to reverse what I originally laid out. So there's, a, there's one farm-to-market road section I want to verify that just to longer and that's going around that that bridge the, bridge that the washed out cool. yeah. bridge there's no doubt that that created problems for our original plan but i think we're going to be okay i think i mean actually i think it's i'm really digging this course because it lets us bring back wade road which we haven't been able to do for a while which that'll be cool so this yeah sitting in a bad little first gravel section here no a little climb there to get the uh, the heat in the legs, so you can tear off down the hill. So, were you here that year? that yeah. Lance was here. Yeah, I thought I thought you were. Yeah, I was here that year. Um, what? I mean, and you. So you've been to a bunch of our events prior Sorry, to that one. Yeah. So you were kind of familiar with what our vibe was like before and during. I mean, from a participant's perspective. Was it a noticeable difference in the way things were going on or the people that were there? was it just business as usual? Well, I mean there was a little, I mean there was definitely a buzz at the start line because you got a, you know, pro racer, former pro racer, um, so, so there, there was definitely a buzz at the start that, that I, I don't know that you could ever recapture without spending big money to bring somebody like that in <laughs> that ain't happening um yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean he showed up at his own free will right so but after after we got rolling and then once we got back to the finish line I, the, the, the vibe was preserved and that um ultimately speaks to the folks who participate um because i mean i'm not going any charity rides on the road, if any at all anymore, or any of the Poucher mountain bike road. races or anything, but I the, the gravel crowd is still the cool folks that I can relate to, at least, as I ride on my steel road bike and carry on conversations, <laughs> or gravel bike and carry on conversations with people. So, no, I, I, I agree completely, you know that's probably been our biggest struggle with the Ring massacre i think uh um all of our other events um people are still you know hey it's the traditional gravel bike where you know it's 80 percent of the if not more of the people that are there they're not there to try to get a podium or or ride at the front you know they they want to go out and have a good time and hey if they if they knock off 100K, their first 100K of the year, or something like that, that's a heck of an achievement for them. That sort of thing. Uh, it's okay to get lost sometimes. It, it, it happens, you know. It's happened to me <laughs> It's happened more to than me. once. Uh, <laughs> the chainring massacre, the 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 numbers shift. I mean, it's not. I mean, it doesn't flip flop. It doesn't go to 80% racer or oriented by any stretch. But we're probably up there in that thirty-five to forty percent range, yeah. where people are pretty serious about the racing aspect of it. Um, the first few years of that, it was—I felt like I was constantly trying to explain to traditional road racers that this is gravel; it's different. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, but I, I think I think we're well past that point now. I think. Uh, some of the traditional road racers uh, I mean that's always been uh, one of my f- favorite parts about this event uh, and Lance was one of them actually in a quarter when, when he quarter mile
1: finished,
0: right uh, I've had other national and world level amateur champions and things like that that they finished they finish this cap this course and I'll say this is the, you know this is the most fun I've had on a bicycle in 20 years I mean, it's going back to being a kid right exactly exactly you, you got on your bike and you rode it wherever you needed to go and if that was down a gravel road hey that's cool I might read right on to FM
1: 2071
0: All right, this is one turn I want to check out because we'll still have a pretty big crowd here, here. This, this isn't a busy road but but it is paved it is paved it is high speed but yeah it's got a good line of sight Got a good line of sight
1: in a quarter mile turn right
0: I'm thinking I'm gonna have a moto or two helping us out I might have one parked there as the big crowd comes through that's not a terrible idea i'm sure there'll be a nice wind. So, uh,
1: turn right on to crawl around your
0: face right here and, and see we're not even on on it for a half mile. So. yeah no that's a short' that's it's a good short spot right Culvert there. Hopefully, we don't have a blown-out road or anything. Looks like they're just doing some excavation right here. Yeah. So, road. obviously, weather played a factor on this event it's already. And even a quarter and still 10 days away. Sure. We're having to alter the planned course tremendously because the weather. You're an insurance guy. <laughs> Only by day. Yeah. No, I get. But so, I mean the stuff like we had this weekend, the weather that blew through this weekend, I mean, does that, does that, does that make your life hectic and busy or is it? It does. So I see Pete Delkis start talking about big clouds and high winds and hail and I start kind of twitching a little bit and get a little triggered because ultimately we're here to help folks clean those messes up. That's the point, Right. Right. You, you buy a piece of paper, you don't really know what it is until you're into a situation. So we spend, um, you know, we spend the next few days after an event like that helping folks figure out, do I file a claim, do I not file a claim, do I have enough damage, do I have any damage? You know, because pea-sized hail, um, quite frankly, on, on a roof that's less than, say, five years old, just didn't get to do a whole lot of damage. Um, and I say that as it's fallen on my own. One of the things that we love to do when we help folks like that is to get them in contact with trustable contractors that can get up on a roof and evaluate it and say, yeah, there is damage here. We do need to make a claim. No, we're going to replace three shingles, charge you 100 bucks, and never tell the insurance company. Um, and so that that makes our lives a little hectic. But in the end, that's the whole point of what we do. Uh, I mean, and I—I I mean, I can unfortunately speak from personal experience along those lines. Unfortunately, much too recently as well. But you know, we're we're sorting a Jeep out. It's all good. <laughs> ah, I look see at that. an arrow. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? I think that got blown in the wind sideways and I yeah, missed it it's last time. Yeah, pointing into the hay cuz it's, it's not so good. Every once in a while I do I do leave one uh, behind as an Easter egg and on purpose. I don't think that was an on purpose one. I think that's when we were coming up from the other way and it got blown sideways so I didn't see it. Most likely. But I'll put that to work when I come out and mark the horse. That's for sure. Yeah, this is a nice long stretch here. of rain we've had in the last week that's in good shape. Actually, uh, rain is one of the best things for our routes, generally speaking. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Obviously, when it washes big, out big a road side-by-side side or takes out a bridge, that's less than ideal. Big, big, um, big rain's bad. Yeah. Um, the... Well, i going back to you know what we were talking about where you, you're helping folks I mean that's been a big deal for me um, it's, it's, it's <laughs> we- I'm not one of those people I don't want to deal with this insurance crap yeah. but unfortunately uh, the, the, it just it, it pops up and you never know when it's going to pop up and it does make all the difference in the world when, and I, I'll be honest with you, well you know this, but I'm being honest to the audience, we had an, we had an issue over the weekend and just the dealing with the insurance company part of it has been, it's not been awful, but less than ideal, but I get it, it's, it's the way corporate America does work. Yeah. And just being able to give you a call and, while you're drip drying after... <laughs> after your workout and go hey what, what's going on here and then you just kind of walk me through the, it works like this it's okay this is you do this and everything's that makes a big difference it really does yeah you 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 got me after 90 minutes on the uh on this the spin bike slash trainer um so i was a little oxygen deprived which made that conversation a little fun but um because we see enough claims and we deal with the various companies because we do represent lots of different companies and not all of them are equal some of them are very monolithic and you know subscribe to lean six sigma and
1: in a quarter mile turn left
0: their processes they they can't veer from the process to take care of your unique circumstances that existed on saturday uh when you've you're 200 miles from home and you're on private property. You're in a camper, and you got a, a vehicle that needs to be towed. That that's not on their play sheet. So, how do we learn to navigate that? Turn al- left onto
1: North Pecan Trail.
0: <clears throat> we also understand that there are other companies that can handle that very well. The flip side is they tend to cost a little more. So, which which of those pieces is more important to? The individual than just trying to fit them in a box, um, because that's what a lot of the online stuff is done. And in three quarters mile, turn right. Don't put baby in a corner. Never put baby <laughs> in a corner. And this is a fun stretch right here, even though it's it's semi paved. <laughs> they call it paved. Yeah, that's a that's a loose interpretation. Yeah. of but for for those of you that are running the skinnier tires, be warned. You can have some problems through here. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those, whenever people ask me, what what, what size tires you recommend? Bigger is always better. Yeah. You got 2.2's that will fit on that? Go for it, exactly. Yeah, I'm def- I am definitely one of those that I advocate 40 plus for almost anything. Uh, even, hell, it's even more enjoyable on chip seal with 40 plus tires, than, let yeah. alone gravel. The older I get, the more my butt needs cushion. This is new. This is.
1: Huh. I In guess a quarter b- mile, turn right.
0: I guess valley views growing. Oh, what do we got here? Road closed. And this is why we scout. I wonder if that's a. Looks to be semi permanent.
1: Turn right onto East Obeid Street.
0: Maybe. They got a pretty big cut out there. Two backhoes going to town down there. Could be done by. That could be done in ten days. It could. Yeah, we're off course because we're scouting. <laughs> got a good trailer there. A couple of them. Yeah. I tell you what, that was a that whole camper shopping experience. I'm I'm in. I'm not looking forward to ever having to do that again.
1: In a quarter mile, I know turn I will. Left.
0: Oh, hey, we got bonus gravel with flaggers and everything. Yeah, they're, they're doing this is text dot. Yep. I don't count on ten days with text dot. No, this is not. But you can usually count on Saturday. Saturday being free, being open. That's right. Yeah, speaking of campers, you got one. Is it listed for sale yet? Uh, I think it's sold. Oh, nice. I think it is sold via private message. Awesome. We have a we have a verbal agreement. Is this guy over here? Passing while he's on the other side of the cone. Turn left on I
1: thirty-five Frontage Road.
0: like a high-tech operation I did it that way because we actually cross those railroad tracks twice
1: in three-quarters mile turn right and uh, fairly
0: active rail line yeah can definitely uh, present a challenge uh, so I figured well if we, if we have a railroad interference. I want it to be on the front end of the course as opposed to the tail end of the course. That's fair. And if I have to send somebody up here to block an intersection to neutralize it and let everyone regroup because of a train, I'm gonna do that because it's my event. I can do what I want to. Yeah, the, the, you, you've traditionally gone south out of town and come back north. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You so. know, try, try and try it a little bit different. Um, Head, early headwinds are, are better than late headwinds, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, weather is always a factor, I'm just saying. So, I, yeah.
1: In a quarter mile, turn so right.
0: We never know where the winds are going to, which direction the winds are going to be coming from. We can always go with what's prevailing, and every time we do that, every time we build a course around us, supposed right to be prevailing winds at any t- time of the year or time of the day in that time of the year. They, they always go, oh, we're just going to do completely yeah. the opposite this time. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. But then this, so the way we're going kind of takes us back to the traditional more of the yeah. traditional stuff.
1: Turn left on I-35 frontage road signs for I-35S.
0: looks familiar Yep. this is this is kind of the traditional start here but in a half mile turn right run into more than once even though we you know so when we're bringing that opening pack you know a straight shot from town 300 riders I mean there's more riders than that in total but you know like we're right in now mile, for, turn for right. our premier event the 100k you know, we're just in that one. We have over 300 people registered for that. now Those are racers that are racing the 100K. Turn
1: right on. So to get
0: all them in one pack, to tr- even on a neutral rollout to try to make this hard right-hand turn. That is a hard right. That <clears throat> looks like it's a little rough too. It looks like they had. Some, they, I do believe the creek overflowed back there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Big tires. That, that Big tires. In two and three
1: quarters yeah, miles, the, the to turn the left. Good news
0: about this hill is that it thins folks out again. Yeah, yeah. So we. I think it's gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to starting it this way. I think it's it's gonna give traditionally have a whole lot of spectators but when we do have spectators they're either there at the very beginning or the very end. They can catch both. And they can catch both yeah. and I mean so the, you know the riders will be coming right by town you know within a few minutes of the start. Yeah you know, for sure. So folks can hang out there at the railroad track intersection or come there at that uh, the creek crossing but just behind us and just to get a get a glimpse of what folks are up to so I think there's some potential there I may shove a beard in my back jersey pocket like I said for you you, know, you you see a spot, you want a cooler, let me know I'll stash one there for you because uh, it reminds me of the time I the last time I raced out at uh, Big Ben did the, did the terlingua event that doesn't exist anymore because you can't get up Trace Cuevas but Race that one single speed. B Thor, the rev, the rev, handed me a beer as I was coming down off the final mountain and was able to drink it while crossing the finish line. There you go. That was a fun time. We can, and we can those sort of activities. So, that, so yeah, that's we, why I do grow. We tough. we we support beer hand ups, beer finishes. Uh, bicycles and dogs are allowed on the podiums and actually encouraged. Uh we don't need podium girls though. There's no point in that. Oh hey buddies! Good looking puppy dogs. Yes! Y'all doing a good job. Y'all doing a good job. Oh, we got one inside the fence too. Why that? That'll be a good spot. Speed some folks up. hmm Hit bowl intervals, even though it's great, Peter. <laughs> Traditionally that's a a right hand turn there too. People have missed that one in the past because they just see this long straight shot and they want to put their head down. So this year we're going to give it to them that way. Assuming all of our scouting works out the way we have planned. Definitely see where the weather's done some stuff around here. Not bad. It's definitely. A chunky there. My guess is there will be uh, a stretch of brand new chunk gravel here by the time we race on the 25th. So, uh, yeah. We're back to uh, probably bigger tires are going to be better. Because that's probably a half mile there of chunk gravel by then. And that's uh, uh, that's one of the things. Everyone. So, uh, what are road conditions like? I have no idea. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? It's like, it's uh, gravel. It's, yeah, it, 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 it can vary tremendously. From week to week, day to day, hour to hour, uh, the weather, weather and county maintenance schedules, and the combination of the two, just there's no way to know for sure. Now, one thing I do know is that none of our roads are going to be mud roads. They're all hard-packed, hard rock-based road, yeah. Yeah, rock roads. We don't, yeah. we don't do. Eh, there may be an occasional super short stretch. I don't think I have any mapped out on this one. We'll, we'll come across it if we do, but um, Yeah, there, there's no unimproved double track or anything like that. This is all gonna be in a quarter
1: mile, turn left.
0: Rock-based roads and uh, yeah, even in the pouring rain. You can still ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember the first of any years I ever did up on the net and I got lost. water and mud. That was good times. Oh that was, yeah. Yeah. I didn't care but. That stuff around Farmersville, Merritt, and Celeste.
1: Turn left onto Co Road
0: 200. That's um, not some of our most favorite stuff. It was uh, it was fun.
1: In one and a quarter miles,
0: turn left. So we're about 15 miles in. Now this is a, the, the, what I have mapped out is a long 100K. so I think it's about 69 miles. Um, That's bonus miles. Bonus miles. I will not, for free. I you will not charge money. extra for it. Yeah, them. you didn't charge extra for that. They should be happy. It's kind of like overtime in a football game. <laughs> Football. It has. Not if you're a Cowboys fan. but Or just, a Texans fan. Just Man, so just i am just had to just, get that day again. Yeah, time. just fascinating football this year, pro and college. Well, one thing I knew for certain, Tigers were going to win last night. <laughs> Everybody got that one. Did you see, you know, it finished with 67 points in the game. You know what the over-under was in Vegas? Mm-hmm. 67 and a half. <laughs> guys, it's crazy how they do it. Analytics, man. Analytics. It's changing everything. It's changing auto insurance. I bet it is. is um, they want to track you. I was about to say. Is, it's coming. How, how far are we away from that being like a mandated thing you have to do? or just Probably an five years pretty close companies have all been doing it for a discount for the last two to four years so are they going to just reverse the model say if you don't do it you pay more or In they're just going to make everybody do it how's that going to work they're probably just going to make everybody do it if you because it's it's largely becoming done by an app on the phone anyway so the, the, the plug-and-play devices into the vehicle dash are being discarded in favor of the
1: apps. Turn left on
0: Demet's Road. And so, okay, there'll probably be a surcharge if you decline it rather than a discount for accepting it. Right. Um, because the, the the ultimate reason it's going to be a nice house. The ultimate reason is that this is kind of ugly. Yeah, All sure it is. you got? There's another one of our paved in air quotes roads yeah no that that's going to be an interesting turn it it really is in a quarter mile turn right um when when we go to ask questions about your driving activity everybody lies we just know that sure so uh, my my favorite story on that front is i asked a a young lady it's now several years ago do you have any tickets do you have any accidents anything on on your record i need to know about no no there's nothing said alright so one of the things that she didn't realize and a lot of people don't is you know your driving record is stored in a central database and it always gets checked before a policy is issued so I go to hit the button and check her reports and she'd had a DUI like four months earlier and she didn't understand why her price tripled in one and a quarter miles turn right (laughs) so because of that kind of behavior and that mindset. This is this would be interesting right through here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of washboard chunky stuff. Uh-oh. We don't we, we don't have any washboard or headwinds on any of our routes. And, and for that, I continue to drink. <laughs> um, Look so, how wet the fields still. Yeah, uh, no, there there's a lot of rain up here. So the the people drive way more miles than they ever um, admit to on an application people they say oh I'm a good driver the reality is they think they're you know Jeff Gordon if you ain't rubbing you ain't racing sort of mentality and um, so as as the, the, the numbers don't lie right the, the fact that you actually have a 25 mile one-way commute to your office through 635 in Dallas, you know, the, the data collection gives that away. So the reality is the company can actually better price good risk versus bad risk because that's what it ultimately boils down to. Will they, do you think that they're gonna better define uh, good risk versus bad risk or different level absolutely so I, I because the, I mean there there are the unicorns out there that drive 200 miles a day and haven't had a wreck in six years and they still drive 85 miles an hour um, that that unicorn does exist but the the reality is the data of it doesn't support that being the case that's a nice little tip right there Get the trees over the top of this is uh, this is gonna be an interesting little route racers aren't gonna like this they're gonna love it wow they're gonna love it <laughs> the really really fast in a quarter guys mile turn right tires are not well skinny tires never work i i, I, I try to tell everyone that skinny, sure. skinny tires are not the way to go for, the, for those of us enjoying ourselves skinny it's a great section. yeah so skinny tires with tubes we got a couple more dogs over there are a bad idea. They should be fat tires and tubeless. Fat tires make the rocket world go turn on. right onto yeah. Lois Road
1: West.
0: Uh, this is uh, I'm digging this route. Yeah. This is going to no, be this different. Will be, this, this will definitely be different, but I, I that's a great stretch right there. In a quarter mile, continue straight. So, and anyone anyone that's watching the YouTube video, don't, don't try to don't try to figure this out. We'll we'll get the routes out to everybody in proper timing. We don't send them out too far in advance. This past weekend's weather is is a perfect example of why.
1: Continue we on
0: to Gregory Road. The um, it's almost guaranteed that between the time we rough out a route and the event actually takes place it's almost guaranteed that something's going to come up that's going to affect the route and we're going to have to change it. Uh, a bridge gets washed out that's what happened this past weekend um, and, and it's
1: not in one and a quarter miles turn
0: left it's not as simple as that reroute we did in town there where oh we just go over one block and we're fine when you're out on these country roads if you have a spine road that's washed out you may have to do a 20 or 30 mile detour to try to get back to where you were going. and if it's only a 65 mile route to begin with well you've just turned it into a 100 mile route so that doesn't work um, so we typically don't send out our conceptual routes ahead of time or post those because we know there's likely to be at least a minor change and we have learned the hard way over the years that even if we explicitly tell everyone hey this is a preliminary route please be aware that things could could, and are very likely to change. We will send out final routes the week of the event. Whenever we've done that half the field shows up with the preliminary route loaded on their Garmin devices and it's our fault that they're off course and the arrows don't line up with what they downloaded three months ago even though we Told everyone repeatedly in every medium possible that the route has changed. Now that is the one thing about this route so far. We have definitely all right-angle turns, but I knew that's that's always going to be the case here until we get on the other side of the FM road. We're in a grid. That's a I, new one. I, there is a ton of new construction out here.
1: In a half mile, turn That's left.
0: Interesting. It's kind of a modern. I kind of like it. I kind of hate. So. Yeah, it's a modern take on a farmhouse, I guess. <laughs> a little Frank Lloyd Wright meets the prairie, or something. Oh, I get to go by my. Uh, you know, not to not to dwell on bad economic times and how those how people have to do desperate things during those times. But man, I missed some opportunities out here. Flying land out here. Oh, oh there's, there's, we're In gonna, a quarter gonna, mile we're gonna go up. by this property that I should have just gobbled up. It's like, yeah, it would have been worth the stretch to do everything just to, to make it happen. It was just, it was just such a cool old place and I believe at the time it was just such a ridiculously cheap price. I mean it had to have been a hardship case.
1: Turn left to stay on Cash's Mill Road.
0: It's um... It's impressive how uh, how inexpensively some things were sold. Twelve years ago, eleven years ago, ten years ago. It was. I mean, it, realistically, it was six years up, six up to six. In years one and ago. a quarter miles, turn right. 2013, 2014. Uh, I, there I, was. That's actually when it was stupid. Yeah. Cheap. I bought. I bought my house in '12, so yeah. Yeah. And. I mean, but when it when it turned over, it turned over on. It, there, there was no. Oh, we're going to ease back up. No, it was, no, it took off. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're gonna make up all that lost ground now. Yeah, for sure. Which the county tax assessor figured that out too? Yeah, they sure did. Good Oh, uh, don't, man, don't remind me of that. <sighs> Here's a plug for you to protest your taxes every year. <laughs> and we do every year. And and if you still can't get your escrow down, call me. We'll, we'll lower your insurance rates. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, now I'm gonna throw in the gratuitous plug, and that's not what this conversation is supposed to be about. But oh my God, the amount of money you saved us um, a few months back is good times. <sighs> That—that's—that's no. It was not I, I mean, it ended up being the perfect storm. Yeah, it was a perfect. I know I was. I know I, I was frustrating you because I I I hadn't switched yet, and yeah. this and that, da da da. but it was like the the timing of that was a perfect storm and it worked out it worked out in your favor the way it really should have Yeah. and yeah it was like it's not always a perfect storm but when it is it's kind of fun for me yeah that was like yeah you had you had a new provider available to you that really lined up with what our needs
1: were in a quarter mile turn right at the same time
0: our existing provider who I was essentially happy with but they they decided it was, well now it's time to take advantage of this multi-year relationship and basically double your price for no so, good reason. So we're back to numbers don't lie. If you experience a
1: Turn right onto um, Chisholm Road.
0: From from a pure mathematics standpoint, if you experience a 15% rate increase every year, when you get to the end of five years your price will double. Yeah. So I mean that's that's basically how it works out we for scouting. The more I see this, I mean, obviously, when I heard that that bridge was washed out, I knew there was water up this way, and Grapevine Lakes going up, and Knob Hills is flooded again, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, yeah, we were down south, and
1: in nine and a half miles, I was watching the right. radar
0: up here. I knew it was a good bit of good bit of wet, but this is pretty. There's a lot of water fell last weekend. The problem with that line, that was a line of storms that basically just kept going north instead of, it usually flows. It did, yeah. So the line just kept going over the same, it, it areas, the same areas, areas, areas over and, and yeah. over yeah. and over. Yeah. So you drop a lot of water. This is good here. Yeah, like, it's... Wow, I have job. never seen this creek with this much water. Well, and you can tell it was up over the banks over here, too. So this is Clear Creek, which... And for years never had a drop of water in it yeah that was a flash flood last weekend and i've never seen it flowing like that and this is you know we're what we're four days past those rains here's here's your public safety announcement kids turn around don't drown turn around don't drown don't play with it and that's something we we never do and that's that's another reason that we don't release the routes ahead of time because we had a chain ring massacre i want to say it was 14 somewhere around there and we had four inches of rain yeah the night the night i didn't ride that one but i remember that the night standing yeah i've never seen water like this here um guarantee you this was underwater last weekend the uh, night before we had four inches of rain just on top of just on top of the whole route which i knew for the roads themselves was go- going to be fine because it you know it was like six or eight hours until we started so the roads they they weren't a muddy mess but it was all the low water crossings that i knew the water was going to be just yeah. just going to be raging and we that was we actually shortened I think we shortened everything to a 50 miler that year because there were two low water crossings that I wasn't going to send people over, and everybody already had them on their GPS's and they were like, "Oh, we're going to we're going to just follow the GPS, all of it be damned." It's like standing water here. Yeah, could, I've yeah, never yeah. seen this water here like this before. Kind of concerned what we're going to run into f- further down the road, but we'll find out. Maybe we'll see. You. But a couple of those people did decide to do the long route on their own and then they turned around when they realized what what a raging low water crossing, how much water that really is. I'm surprised how wet this still is. Did they get more rain here the last day or so? I want to say that they may have had some low level stuff this morning. It's been a moist morning. There you go with that word. You know how many people hate the word moist? I'm not one of them. I mean... It's kind of in line with... I think the percentages are about the same as people that hate cilantro. That's why we do this stuff. Here we as, go. As, as my wife says, people are people. Oh uh, looks like they might have given Wade Road some love since the weekend. Sure it looks like it. But that was underwater too, man. There's still water flowing there. That's impressive. Oh my gracious. If Wade's like this all the way through, I can't fast. I can't see that it will be, but let's this will be interesting. Definitely done some work out here, though. Yeah, they they played it not too long ago. Since. The- Back up the other one, and that's when everybody gets the rear flat tire. I mean, <laughs> I just keep plowing. Oh, it's nice to be coming back to Wade Road. We got a truck coming from the other direction, so that helps me think that uh, we're good all the way through. Views right out here. Yes, it is. Make sure you're staying in your heart rate zone three so you can take them in and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah they definitely did some work out here. Yeah, still a lot of work. this point. Wow, that's nice little blown out. Yeah. They got a lot of them. They sure did. Semi gravel grinder, semi paved route was kind of the concept because we were trying to keep it close to DFW, but we were losing the gravel roads. We had that one year, maybe been 14 as well. I think about it, 14 or 15, I think. Uh, just all the big flooding in Denton Creek was yeah. was just absolutely crazy. Flooded for most of the year, and we tried to, we tried to. I mean, we still ended up doing hell with North Texas, but we had to just completely go a different route from anything we'd ever done before. Yeah, I think that was actually the year we just turned it into a true gravel grinder at that point and moved to a different location. I don't know. Yeah, We kind of missed some of our crumb roads and going out to Greenwood and okay. the construction you to, you know and the grasslands. All that used to be some fun what we thought were dirt roads all to ourselves that nobody else used, but they paved every single one of them. (laughs) Correct? All those people keep moving here, I tell you what. Somebody posted an article yesterday, I think maybe I saw it on the Dorba Facebook page or somewhere. Maybe it might have been posted 20 times. Uh, It's like DFW population from like 2012 to now grew. Almost two million. That's not surprising. And they expect that same another two million in by 2025 sort of thing. I again, that's not that's not a surprising number. Nice little climb here. The um, so I I landed in Dallas Fort Worth in the summer of 97. Seven and a half. I don't-ish. I don't, ish. I don't like even half. know. Like, well, we got wet here. A little bit. A little bit. Oh, that was deeper than it looked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... It's, I'm going to say it again. It's still moist through here. I'll tell you what. The roller's going to be... Yeah, yeah. They, they had to redo this one. Yeah, this... <laughs> some folks this is still kind of soft. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. There could people when, cussing you right there. Say, when Jan rides along with me on these scouting trips, she'll just look at me and start shaking her head right, right there. She'll go, you, you love this, and they're going to hate you. Bro. Yeah, I'll cuss you for it when I get back, but it'll be all right. And, and then you'll give me a hug when you get there. Of course. <laughs> Rub all my sweat off on you. Okay. I guess wow. This is still fresh right here. Yeah, they're I'm about to say they might be doing this now. That's entirely possible. Let's we'll see uh see what the rollers bring us. At the bottom of the rollers up here, that's that'll be interesting. Yeah, this is This is good stuff. It'll be dry in ten days. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> feeling our f- friends at Bell's Brewing will be more than happy to uh, make that happen. <laughs> Accommodate an empty cooler and turn it into a full cooler for us. Oddly enough, they're working on their own. Oh Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? That's a brand new grater. That is, yeah. That's like a brand new, I don't even know, it may not have even been fired up yet. Yep, fat tires. Fat tires. Fat tires. Yeah, they're gonna be cussing you up this hill too. They're gonna love it. <laughs> they'll still cuss you. They're gonna. They'll love it, but they'll cuss you. At this they're gonna come time back so sticking dollar bills in my waistband. Give us my. Wow, that's a visual you. I could have done without today. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> of course, I did that to you on Saturday when I. When you you called me, I was like, yeah, I'm about to get in the shower. Yeah. So, I guess we're even... Also known as moist. <laughs> Man, this is gonna be a fun little route for folks. I'm gonna get all sorts of adventure out of this. A L- little something for everybody at this point. This has always been a cool little property. I think it was a midnight massacre way back when, and there were a, a bunch of coyotes strung up on the fence here, and the, the Dallas folks, a little alarmed, the, yeah, that caught them off guard, <laughs> yeah, they were just strung all the way down that fence, there's like, there's probably eight or ten of them, got steaming water there, yeah, never seen water there. People, I tell you, coyotes now kind of can actually be a little scary. They're? They, you know, they've always... They, they, they're always, not shy anymore. No, we. we I mean, they, we always just kind of considered them docile and, you know, whatever, but there's some scary stuff. In now. a quarter
1: mile, continue straight.
0: They've taken away all their land with all the development. They're getting, I guess they're finally getting hungry instead of just feeding off the cats. Well, and they're getting... And,
1: continue on to Fortenberry Road.
0: The crossbreeding with the domesticated dogs, the, the, Caution, unpaid damn, road. Damn, coyotes are getting so big now. Yeah, they are. And not to just, they you know, people think they're seeing coyotes We don't have We We, we have coyotes that have been crossbreeding with the Great Piers and German Shepherds and everything else out there. And they're turning into these big ass coyotes. Pay attention to that curve, by the way, <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: In three miles turn right. That's a waterfall.
0: There we go. Here's some adventure. Definitely some adventure here. Good picture opportunity. Also a good spot for a beer. <laughs> This is too easy for everyone to find, for for those keeping score at home. Interesting little formation. Yeah, I remember the first time we were out riding and saw a bobcat. seen this much water here before either. This is real soft right here. It'll firm up. Looks like they had a road closed sign there for a little bit. But it looks like they got washed out. (laughs) (laughs) When your road closed sign gets washed out, you know you got a problem, right? So far I haven't seen anything I want to change. Find out here in a bit. Yeah, so realistically, back in the day, all of that pavement that we had been on was all... All gravel, yeah, every bit of it, yeah. and a lot more. So yeah, it's. But make me a mistake, if I lived on one of these dirt roads, I'd, I'd want them to pave my I'd road. I want some chip seal too. They are gonna fly. Yes. If you still got a pack here. Somebody's gonna attack. It's a little sketch. I'm, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna take a flyer and say it's gonna be won by somebody with pretty good bike handling skills. You're gonna have to hate them for sure. So, uh... Bodes well for the mountain bikers. Yeah, Yeah, if, uh... If you don't have, uh... If you don't have some mountain biking experience... Go spend the next 10 days on a trail. Yeah, go hit the trail. pavilion in the Dixon Water Foundation. Huh. I wonder how big it is. I don't know. There used to be a a few years ago there was like a they had a billboard with an artist rendering and looked like it was going to be a full-blown event center thing but Man, this road blew out. Look at this. Yeah. There's a lot of water came down that hill. I wonder if, uh... Oh, I bet that was right before that big flood year. I wonder if that... If their plans didn't survive that flood. here in a while so this will give uh, this will give folks some flashbacks Not for everyone. They've Here. done a good job of gamifying the user experience to entice you into their world. And it's a quality piece of equipment. They're cleaning something up. Hopefully they're not on lunch break blocking away like that. In three
1: and a half miles, <laughs> turn right.
0: Looks like they're gonna move. I think they're, I think they're clearing a culvert. So riding a spin bike is not riding outdoors. People have to understand the difference and learn to use the difference to their advantage when they get to be outdoors. Um, it's about maintaining fitness. It won't help you handle a course like this. Sure. Um, because there's... Some unique handling things that you're going to deal with, like this that, crossing uh, right That here. culvert needs clearing. Big time. Man. Um, ultimately, I went down the path of the Peloton rather than going with, like, Swift or something like that. Simply because... My wife uses it too in the adjustability of a spin bike mm-hmm. with saddle positions and, and heights and handlebar heights and position, like those, those sort of geometry things. It's much easier for us to manage those differences than it is swapping out my bike versus her bike, her the trainer and all that stuff. I can see the difference in in the uh, the engine the power that gets produced um, from being able to get those workouts in and it allows me when I do get to get outside to, to truly enjoy my time out because I've got a certain level of fitness in now have you spent any time on a smart trainer with Zwift or I, I have not okay um, and I know that they have the ability to control the resistance on the smart trainers and that's one of the the differences so um, peloton doesn't you you can control the resistance okay. but you're in control so it's, 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 so it's true it's truly spin bike it's yeah. truly a spin bike gotcha it okay um, which is one of the big differences I looked at um, there are a couple of um, other spin bikes that are out in the marketplace that function more like a smart trainer and I looked at them. Um, one of them in particular, the reviews that I saw on the equipment itself is that it had a lot of um, quality issues as far as the functionality that you were buying with respect to that stuff. And so I, that was ultimately part of the decision. A nice little washed out spot right there that could cause somebody a headache. Yep. So. So. If I'm speaking out of turn or assuming too much, (laughs) feel free to correct me. Me? (laughs) No. So, uh, realistically, somebody that's had experience on a spin bike and is comfortable with that is probably going to be comfortable with the peloton but if they haven't had that experience yet so the, maybe it... maybe check out some spin classes or i i mean it's a it's a reasonably um sizable financial commitment so if you've never been on a spin bike at all never been spent time on a trainer you know any if you've never done anything like that i, I mean if you just want to plug down the money go for it um but it, it definitely wouldn't hurt to do just some a la carte, pay by the class things that... I mean, there's so many studio choices and there's, a, a there's lot Peloton of... There's Peloton Studios, right? There are... There are there, yeah, and there's not one in DFW. There are... Oh, I thought st- there was. There are stores where you can go... They have bikes set up where you can go in and test drive them. Oh my God, this road was completely trashed. And it's only semi-rebuilt. It, it's in great... Th- this This will be fun but it will require skill to navigate this climb yes but this was destroyed so the there is a Peloton store at North Park and there is a Peloton store at Legacy West um, that I know of for sure maybe some folks walk that Um, the this isn't going to be the flat Texas chain. No, <laughs> no, that that section, right, there will be people walk up that last lip of that hill um, because that was a fairly steep little finish. You're going to get a reward right here. but. Uh, so in those stores, they have bikes set up. You can go in, you can, you know, if you're, they have a membership, you can show up and ride there. Or you can test drive them, whatever. Um, the good thing about what Peloton has done for the casual folks and I know a lot of people that are listening to this probably aren't going to fall into that category but they actually in their digital platform which is kind of what powers the whole thing um, they do have shortened beginner classes so that someone could dip their toe um, and, and begin to learn and understand how to make it all work so, there, you know, I've, I've read lots of stories um, through social media channels, whatever, about folks that were, you know, 300-plus pounds. They decided to change their life. And it's always about a lifestyle change, right? Um, but they took that on. This is a fun little downhill right here. Um, they, they took that on. They They... They bought into changing their diet. They bought into exercising, maybe not every day, but regularly, four, five, six times a week, and ultimately completely changed their appearance. a lot of water running through that creek. So, you can can build into it, um, even if you have no experience. I, I, it's my understanding that the, the competitors in the marketplace are doing a lot of the same things on that front um, I, but I can't speak to them because I'm not really right. testing them out so the workouts that you do it's it's essentially a virtual spin class or yeah so the way that they're set up they do oh, that is wet you're going to take the truck They have a schedule of live classes. So there's the the display screen that's mounted in front of the handlebars. And it's nothing more than a giant Android tablet, essentially, um, that runs their, their digital software. And so you can stream into a live class that is being taught in their London or New York or San Francisco studios, where there's a real live class going on. Um, but once that class is completed, it then gets archived into their library and you can pull up through their library, through the app, um, chicken's got the heater on you. Oh, look at that heater. I uh, got a pointer too, man. Two good looking pups. The, so the, the platform, the digital platform, uh, then allows you to serve up those classes at any time on demand. So like this morning, I was doing a class that was focused on um, speed intervals from a cadence standpoint intermingled with um, some high resistance to simulate a climb. That's pretty soft, that'll be a fun spot. And they'll, you know, some of the classes are Purely heart rate based as far as zones go. Some of them are focused on power zones. Some of them are classified as low impact kind of recovery type rides. It's, it's a it's a mixture, so you can you, know, you can mix it up throughout the week. Um, so I hit. I'm, I'm typically doing it at 5 a.m. and I kind of got a, a rhythm that I've established with. Well.
1: In a quarter mile, turn right.
0: Sean McAfee does a lot of swifting at about 4:30 in the morning. So he, some people lovingly refer to him as Zwift boy. Swift Boy. Swift uh, Boy, I know he and he, he has maintained his fitness and his strength doing it. He's, so done, he's done a, he's done a pretty darn good job of it. Yeah, turn right bad. onto
1: Coe Road 377.
0: We're gonna we go through here, see if we can find the washed-out bridge because I was actually mistaken. I thought it was. It was one of those areas we went back through okay. there that I thought was the washed-out bridge. So let's see what we come across. Um, the uh, yeah, he's. Uh, he, he, I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to get it lined up for him to tag along with me for a ride along too, and I'll, I I want to talk to him about that because he 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 has embraced it and it has done great things for him. They fixed it. Sure as heck did. They already fixed it. It's soft, but that's rideable, man. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's... It's fixed, though. I'm surprised it, they fixed it that quickly. They never do that. Uh, well, I guess the, the bridge itself didn't wash out. It was, it was just, just the, the, uh, the entrance. The entrance, yeah. That's it. I've, I've already come up with a reroute. All right. Let's I I'd leave that in there see what the reroute's like oh i don't want to turn around there even with four-wheel drive Man, you, got, you got soft shoulders here yeah we'll find uh, something decent to turn around so I, I do have the traction mats with me this time i still don't want to break them out <laughs> if i don't have to let's 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 not say we did exactly yeah see look how much water came down this yeah, thing yeah this was a raging But yeah, it's just so yeah. Sean goes out. He had like he hadn't been on a he hadn't been outdoors riding, and I think it was literally months. And he goes out and does like a 300 mile bike packing adventure, you know, in sub zero temperatures. I I know when he, we did the Red River Riot last spring, he had been swifting all winter, and we got to Windmill Hill, and he absolutely destroyed me. And I went, all right, something's got to change. So, um, yeah, my, I'm trying to be sure on a slightly different platform. The, um, and I am definitely a believer in the virtual training. When, um, when I had, uh, my bicycle to car run-in and I wasn't able, to, you know, I was in recovery from that. I did the smart tra- trainer thing uh, for basically three months. My knees could, tur- could turn pedals. Yep. Uh, but basically I couldn't walk and anything that involved trying to plant a foot to get off or on a bike or whatever was, you know, it like That's I'm probably going to fall over on my head sort yeah. of thing. Falling over on the head, as you know, is not a good thing. Nah, it's less than ideal. Yeah. Uh, The uh, so, but I basically, you know, trained up to ride the rat on a virtual trainer for a good chunk uh, after you know. So I was, I was off the bike completely for like five weeks or so. Lost a vast majority of the fitness I'd built up. Uh, so then I went virtual for three months after that. And then it was like a month prior to the rat. And I got a little bit of outdoor riding in, but it was still mostly the Smart Trainer. Yeah. That's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, st- I still have all the bikes in the garage. Yeah. Um. I still love to use them. But I put a real saddle on the Peloton, not their crappy one. Okay. Um, and for those of you that like the padded spin saddles good for you Um, my sit bones don't work with those so i put you know i put a real so is it um is it safe to assume that their their default saddle is probably more female oriented to begin with i that may be the case i i don't know it it was more about so one of the things when you first get on a uh, first get on a real bike as we you know like to insinuate you think, oh, I need a cush, pad, you know, cushy saddle because my butt's right. gonna hurt. Right, 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 And in two
1: and a quarter miles, to two turn weeks mark. in, you
0: figure out this isn't a great idea, and you're like, how thin can you make it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's that. Please, please give me my Brooks saddle. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's it's that difference. So, um, nah. I mean, they do. They ship when, when the bike shows up. It's got look pedals on it. I mean, it, it's legit real pedals. Um, I probably took those off and put some SPDs on it, but that's just me. Um, but all your bike tools still work on it. The, uh, you said you were going to wash my truck for me when we got done. Right? Something like that, yeah. The, uh, I, I thought we were just going for whiskey. That's, <laughs> that's all, I all right. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you buy yeah, me an old badge. Yeah, you know. But yeah, no, the the cool thing for me personally is I've watched, so my wife's never been like a hardcore cyclist, um, mostly because she had an accident uh, 11 years ago where she crashed and had a compression fracture in one of her lumbar vertebrae. And so she's been skittish about the bike ever since. But to watch her embrace doing it consistently Mm -hmm. and seeing her fitness gains um, is pretty cool. Because she, I mean, she doesn't have to. It could just be something I do, but she has embraced it. The other thing that they do well, and I don't know if their competitors are as advanced in this, but their digital platform... So the, the since it is an Android tablet, I can cast it to the TV. And so I walked in the other day, and my wife and my six-year-old were doing a yoga class that was being streamed through the Peloton platform and cast to the TV. And so they were they were doing that. And my six-year-old has decided she loves yoga, and so there she asked she asked. Every day, when we going to do our yoga, um, so you know it's instilling good habits in her as well. Sure. So there's there's some good byproducts on both sides of it. But watching the uh, the power out. workout do you typically do? So during the week um, I will do either 45 or 60 minutes early in the morning. Um, Weather being kind of Quarter mile, turn left. Uh-huh. And that's a car that needs some love. Um, and, and was able to to get a pretty healthy workout in even though the weather sucked. So we've never used this road. This is kind of a cool road. The road itself is cool, but but you wind up on the pavement. W- yeah, we wind up on the FM road, and that's so that's the main thing.
1: 51 north. I think
0: it's, we end up being on here for two and a half, maybe three miles. Uh, yeah, so, if you can go the other way, that's cooler. I think it's got shoulder the whole way, though, now. Oh, wow. It didn't used to. Shoulder. who S- a thunky? Smooth shoulder. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'd take it back. This might be a cool two and a half miles.
1: In two and three quarters miles, turn left.
0: Two and three quarters. Bonus quarter mile. It didn't used to have the shoulder. I mean even the chip seal shoulder doesn't look too bad. Just dodge that little possum right there. So one of the things that um, it's ministry folks have asked me about in the past is ensuring their bicycles. Yes. So I've I've come across this is what we're I've got some YouTube video out there talking about what your options are. Um, put it on your homeowner's policy. It can work, but it comes with some drawbacks, particularly on the deductible. Um, some some of the home insurance companies will let you schedule your bike. Can be cost prohibitive. Um, there's a couple of offerings yeah, I, I in the I marketplace. Think I, I think I looked into that once. And it yeah, it, it can be a little shocking. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of offerings out there that have true bicycle-only insurance that functions like an auto policy that comes with like liability if you cause someone to crash, medical payments, and all these other things. People find that to be cost prohibitive for what it is. So we actually came across a new um, a new policy a couple, three weeks ago. Um, the, uh, so the So the way that it works is it's going to be like scheduling it on your homeowner's policy but it can be done standalone. You don't have to own a home. You don't have to have a renters policy. It's just you're going to schedule your bike. And as long as your bike value is less than $25,000 So I know there's probably a handful of folks that can top that number but I'm not one of them. I'm not either. Um, you you don't have to have an appraisal to get the policy. So that's always been one of the things that people have balked at is at being able to have an appraisal. So unlike the standalone stuff that comes with liability and all this, so it's you're just insuring the bike. And the cool thing for
1: turn left onto Co Road 329.
0: The, the cool thing so my um my mountain bike is a giant anthem uh, and it's carbon fiber so the purchase price was about we'll call it four thousand i don't remember the exact number so i priced out with this policy unpaid um what it would be two so and three quarters miles turn right for roughly three hundred dollars a year I can insure my mountain bike and the cool thing so if it gets stolen it's covered um, for those of you that understand insurance it's what's known as an open peril policy so that anything is covered except for their written exclusions that is soft right there um, and the exclusion list is very short where common wear and tear so if your if your bike is old and it's not been maintained right that's not going to be replaced right but let's say you're out riding one of those funky sections on White road you go over your bike gets you know crumpled up that would actually be covered under the policy okay so it's not going to protect you from a liability standpoint if you cause someone a wreck Um, but the other things that typically people are like what if i crash that's always most frames are covered under warranty for at least a certain amount of time but people are but, worried about crash. Yeah, Not crash replacement. Yeah, so... Uh, so, the the policy would actually cover that. Covers as it's a, written. Covers a crash, covers <laughs> theft. If it's on the back of your car, because people have talked about problems on that front. Yeah. That's that, a tough one. That... Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do a whole podcast oh, on we, that we one. Probably multiple hours on that one. So, people, you know people like to put their bikes on the back of their car now some people still use roof racks, but people would run their bike into their garage because they would forget that there was a bike up top Um, that technically would be covered um, and not have to be against your homeowners policy because what happens if you're the cause of the wreck you destroy your 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 bike you got to claim it against your homeowners policy because it's personal property it's not covered by the auto if someone hits you and your bike is on the back. A lot of folks have talked about how the auto insurance companies struggle to cover that piece of it. Um, yeah, they want to. De- they want to depreciate the the hitch rack. Yeah, and, and which is ridiculous. And they want to depreciate the bike. Yep. At a ridiculous yeah. rate. So the way the way that this thing would work is it's a it's a stated value policy. So if you're you say your bike is worth four thousand dollars they will pay out four thousand dollars as long as you can prove that it's worth four thousand dollars so if you buy your bike at walmart and it's a hundred dollar bike right right you can insure it for four thousand but you're only going to get a hundred dollar walmart bike back because that's what you can prove Um, so that's where you know a bill of sale or an appraisal becomes important Um, but you don't have to have it to start the policy now, as soft as sections of this are in this truck, it will be fantastic. I, well, we e- e- even if they were riding it today, there's plenty of firm line for bikes. Absolutely. Yeah, so, going back though to the the bicycle insurance thing, because I'm people have oh, people know. have They've pestered asked. me for years. Pestered yep. isn't the right word, but then... They, they know you and I are friends. Right, like the, so right, they, right, right. They assume I've got something lined up. So like, you haven't found the right answer just so yet. I, but, so... I know you don't have your quote tables in front of you or anything. I like absolutely that. do not. That's why I gave the perspective... Right. ...on my, my giant... So... It would, is it safe to assume that you're $4,000 giant, $300 a year, then an $8,000 something would be 600 Or does it not scale like that? It's not going to be a truly linear scale. So one of the things that's going to factor in is you go down the scale, there's going to be a minimum premium that you're going to pay. Um, so if you have a $2,000 set up before that, it's not going to be $150. There's going to be a, a floor that the premium won't jump below. Gotcha. Because um, the company has to make money to put the calls in, force. It's just, it's business, right? Um, as you move up, it, it's not going to necessarily be truly, or truly linear because um, of you know the way that they their rating factors work and the risk. It's harder to so. Let's say you've got a moots, right? That's worth 10k. It's it's a little harder for that, for, for that to be replaced, and so sometimes the way they, you know, set those tables up for pricing, it may actually could be a little bit higher. It may be a little bit lower. It, it's not going to be perfect as far as going three to six hundred, but somewhere in there, sure, I get it within within tolerance. Just trying to get a just yeah. a ballpark idea in my head. how that might. Yeah. work. So it's. Uh, it's I mean, a, I think that I think that four thousand dollar. Price points probably in I mean, a quarter in, close, to right. close to the meat for a big chunk of yeah, our I mean, audience. A, a lot of the bikes are going to be in that three to forty-five hundred range, right? right. Um, a lot or more, but you know, a lot or less. Oh, well, there's a ton that are less. Um, Turn
1: right onto Co Road
0: three hundred forty-six. So it, it it produces a an, uh, an interesting proposition for for folks because when I've told them what the price is to to have the, the policies in the past that are standalone that include the liability that
1: include in a quarter the mile turn left
0: everybody's gone Ugh, it's just a little too much right right so he gets us back into the realm of okay this makes sense and unfortunately I can speak from experience that uh, insurance is it handy road
1: 381. It's,
0: it's a frustration if you never have anything bad happen to you but when you need it and you've got the right stuff in place it can be a, a, an enormous blessing well i guess and that's what we try to focus on yeah i guess like some of the stuff we've looked at before particularly on the bicycle side of things it's like
1: in three quarters mile turn right
0: if 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 basically three years of premium buys me a new bike anyway, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, and that's that's where we were with those other policies, and that gets us out of this now. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So if you you know if you if you've got a stable of bikes, it it might make sense for one or two as opposed to the whole thing. The, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess that's uh, like I. I've got a, a surly steamroller that, you know, single-speed, fixed gear. I mean, I to replace it for seven hundred bucks. I'm not going to insure it, right? Right. I love the bike. In a quarter
1: mile, turn right. turn right onto West Farm to Market Road 922
0: e-bikes are insurable or not through that? e-bikes would definitely be insurable through it Um, it's gonna fall under the same provisions Um, it's definitely one of those that the first time we write that as a policy I'm gonna talk directly to an underwriter I'm not gonna just submit it online. In a half
1: mile turn
0: left. Hope that everything's okay Right. I'm gonna make sure that they're putting the appropriate factors against against it, so that in the event something does happen, you you're made whole uh, in that event. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. In a quarter
1: mile, turn left.
0: And fair, fair warning to anybody that rides along with me. This is gonna be a common theme. Pretty much anyone that rides along with me. I'm gonna lob out the the e-bike hand grenade and let you <laughs> <laughs> let you run with it. Uh, uh, what 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 is uh, what is what are your thoughts
1: around the Turn left onto Cemetery e-bikes? Road.
0: So anything that gets people on two wheels to me is a great thing. Um, and I know that Fifteen years from now, when I am in my early sixties, <laughs> it might be the difference between being able to do some really cool stuff. And, um,
1: in a half mile, continue straight.
0: Um, that said, I, the the place where I struggle to reconcile all the pieces are say on local mountain bike trails, where you can have. um much larger speed dis- discrepancies that can produce um,
1: in a quarter problems. mile continue straight.
0: And how do you sort out um, you know it's 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 like being on the highway. You in and of yourself driving 95 miles an hour is not necessarily problematic.
1: Continue on to Co Road 387.
0: On a, on a highway you driving 95 somebody else driving 40 miles an hour below you and this is why we're not driving 95 yeah because you might come across a count that that speed discrepancy is where problems can occur
1: in one and a quarter miles turn right
0: Um, and so sorting that particular issue out is one that I see as problematic Fast um, on single track, mm-mm. and that can introduce some unintended consequences. It's um, I'm, I mean, yeah, I I waver back and forth on it. Uh, kind of, kind of along. Definitely a supporter of whatever gets anyone outside enjoying. The world. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that part is very cool. Uh, we had um, we had a woman at our event in Shelby this past weekend that was on an e-bike and uh, she, she rode the 50k route. Um, and she was won. on an e-bike and literally came in maybe 45 seconds, less than two minutes behind the guy that won okay. the 50K. Okay. But he kept looking over her shoulder and saw him sitting fair. Well, he didn't realize it was an e-bike. He oh, saw okay. a bike coming. So he killed it to maintain his gap. So when he saw this lady come in on an e-bike, at first he wasn't very happy with it. <laughs> then he realized what he had done and then he realized the push it gave him but the and here's where here's where i'm actually pretty psyched about what e-bikes have the potential to bring to the table uh he was like it was it was you know it's like five minutes later he's like i need to get my wife one of those so we can ride together yeah no that's that's it goes back to my statement about peloton right yeah being able to see, um, you know, your spouse, because.
1: I Turn mean, right onto Co yeah, Road 320. In all
0: fairness, you know, I've made trips to Angel Fire in the summer, and that's the whole reason I own a spot beacon. Oof! Now nah, this is interesting right here. I'll tell you what, they definitely had some rain. Yeah, um, but you know, my my wife dropped me on a in three quarters mile turn left. Dropped me on a uh, forest service road outside of Angel Fire. Drove to Taos and picked me up at the bottom. Well, if she, if she had an e-bike, she might be able to do you know, some of that with me. Right. Um, and that, that's a... You know, it's a game changer for some folks. Alright. So. I have been... On these roads so many times over the years in so many different conditions and I have never seen seen them like this it's gonna be so we'll see how much greater activity there is between now and a week that'll, that'll be interesting yeah anybody that's watching this video and I don't expect there to be a whole lot of editing on this one uh, because I want people to see the route. Um, the, this going to be um, I think some of you will be surprised how different it is from, In a what, what, mile we saw today, from what it ends up being event day. Uh, I, that's also going to depend upon the weather between now and then. But um, a lot of this is probably going to be a lot of brand new chunk gravel by then. Oh is my God. guess. interesting year for the Chain Ring Massacre. Yes, sir. Okay.
1: Turn left onto Co Road 323. I think I'm going to stick with
0: it. Is that closed up there? It sure. looks, looks like a blowout up there, doesn't it? Yeah, there's barrels. Yep. Yeah, the, um, I mean, when it comes time for us to buy another car, we'll probably evaluate whether or not we actually buy one one and three quarters and miles turn right an e-bike might make more sense since my commute's so short um, to our office. And that's that's that brings up a good point. That's uh, the the applicability outside of what we think of traditional yes. cycling. Yes. Um, just like electric cars have changed things. You know I, everybody always asks me what are you going to what are you going to sell when self-driving cars come around you won't be able to insure them anymore maybe it's e-bikes maybe, it, yeah, maybe it's I, e-bike you know, insurance or just e-bikes i don't know because the um, you know as as those transportation habits change something like an e-bike with a limited Then we get into the whole bicycle infrastructure thing. Oh, no, don't we? In That's, the middle of a giant metropolitan area yeah. with no cohesive strategy. Yeah. Look at all the debris. And there was a lot of water over that. You can see that rush through right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, well yeah. what? The when the grass this, is up in the fence like that and the yeah, fence is blown fences, over. fence is laid over. This was all under water. And moving water at that. Moving, yeah. And uh, moving quite briskly. Yeah. Here's where it started to slow down up here. Yeah, the, the bike infrastructure in DFW, it, it's gotten so much better. I, I don't ever want to minimize that fact. But there's so much more that can be done. But, I mean, you think about it got a, you know, a 30 mile range on an e-bike, if you had the right infrastructure, you could almost go from downtown Dallas to downtown Fort Worth right. on it. Right. And the reality is the range on now is 50 or 60 miles. Yeah. And that's just in the past two years. Right. We've gone from 25, 30 to 50, 60. Um, and it's continued to improve. You know, well, does well, that become your commute? Yeah. Because the, without the infrastructure, I say no. Yeah. So where, sure. where is the tipping point where the infrastructure is? Well, I think it probably occurred, so, so there's a finite ability to build lanes on a freeway. Uh, the only way they're going to be able to do it is to convert existing loads, roads to bike-only roads. Well, or, you know, one of the things that's always been plotted but never has been a quarter
1: been mile turn right.
0: Is the, the, the trinity. The, the North Texas Council of Government's yeah. bike plan or whatever yeah. it is. That, that basically runs along the levees yeah, from Ford to Dallas well that might become a fire. Turn
1: right ah. off the hill road. Oh, okay. I, no, I see what you're
0: saying. Yeah. So instead of the turnpike they wanted to build, let's let's build a uh, let's build a bike freeway or right, whatever. Right. Something along those lines. That kinda of makes somewhat more sense. Um yeah, get over on your but side. It's it, you know it's Every time it's been proven many times over when you just look at Rod data. In
1: three and a half miles, turn right.
0: You build more lanes, it just gets filled in and the problem's not solved. Right. I mean, the, the Katy Freeway in Houston is a classic example of that. They built, I think it's 75 lanes on each side. It's still a parking lot. And um, as, as we've, you know, we talked earlier in this journey, not all the people that have moved to North Texas. Well, as sprawl continues to happen, there's only so many lanes that can be built. But you're also now starting to see new um, commerce centers spring up. So the shops at Legacy, Legacy West, Toyota, Start, Frisco, that whole area where the Tollway 121 cross has become its own commerce center so you can now live and you you can in theory e-bike to an office right? right same thing with Dallas and Fort Worth and you know parts of Arlington Grapevine's got its own sort of scene going you've got these micro centers that are popping up people can now begin to evaluate does it make sense to have the cost of a car I figure the car payment is $400 a month. Employers just are just now getting to the point where they accept that. Well, I mean I have three folks that work with me and I'm the only person that's ever in the office. Yeah. And I only have an truly have an office because it's required with some of the companies we work with. Otherwise I might just be just working out my so own. So the reality is, you know, we're we're about to get to this just shift in the basic dynamic yeah. where people don't there's no reason for them to commute 45 minutes a day or 45 I, minutes one way I should say I, I, I have yeah. straight up told uh, one of the folks that works with me um, and, you know and some of y'all who don't uh, have, have interacted with Brad um, who handles you know our commercial insurance so my office is in Colleyville close to the airport he lives in West Fort Worth he and I are great friends and Love being able to have him in the office, but I've straight up told him don't waste an hour and a half or two hours in your car when you could be getting stuff done and then being able to spend time with your family. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, and you know, it it requires a different mindset from from who you work. You know, who's doing work. Oh, that's what's you know, it, there's good and bad. This is interesting. Yeah. It's a little chunky right little, there. A little bit. Well, that was those, those skinny tires are gonna pop. Like <laughs> Somebody's gonna lose a rim on that one. Yeah, yeah. Clearance will hook you up with a new yeah, <laughs> mad duck. <laughs> the um, Cantu cycling wheels. Yeah, Cantu cycling wheels. Kernels yeah, <laughs> will also hook you up. Can make that happen. Yeah, I think we're finally getting to the point where management, management for lack of a better term, recognizes that it's um, the remote work environment is actually more productive because you're you know you focus on what's getting done as research, opposed to the FaceTime. Yeah, it's like hey, oh who's who? Why did that person clock out 15 minutes early? Well, they got twice the work done anyone else what do, you, what do you care yeah in a quarter mile and the reality right. uh yeah, in our household at least i mean um, you yeah, know jan and i basically both work out of the house um and yeah she's you know when, when you work in that sort of environment turn right on the mill road you do right them co- when they seven. need me to be done. So things that get done at five o'clock in the morning there's things yeah. that get done at nine o'clock at night yeah. and yeah. there, hey maybe I, you know, at two o'clock in the afternoon i would I go for a bike ride or something I, like that I, you know so i i i use a surface pro to run my uh to run my business it's always one of my favorite spots right here yeah just for no other reason it's just cool church in the cemetery. So
1: Continue on to the, uh, Pro Road 207.
0: But but with my Surface Pro I've got the docking station and monitors and so at 830 last night the Surface Pro had the uh, college football championship game on it and the the monitor attached to the docking station had the paperwork that Twin I wanted a clean. quarter
1: miles to turn left.
0: And we made stuff happen. So Getting things done. Yeah, it's the end result that matters, and I think we're finally getting to a uh, a work environment for most people that just. uh, And I'll I'll give a shout out to to the much maligned millennials. (laughs) Preach the, the the. they, they, uh, they're. It's not that they're lazy. It's that they don't understand a punching the clock BS mentality. Right, right. You want and me to do to, what? Yeah, yeah. What? what you what? need you need me here because you want to see that I'm in this chair? That doesn't make sense. Uh, well, we we want to make sure that you get your work done. I gave that to you eight hours ago. Yeah, and um, you know, it's a. Got a couple of crotchety Gen X dudes here talking about how that that that's a better way to think, um, and that's you know that's one of the things that I've tried to. I'm actually technically a boomer. Oh, that's I forget that you're just enough older than me that you're technically a boomer. I I I, I am I am dead square. In a quarter mile, turn Kick it in the nuts, Gen X. I'm I'm a so what I think the, the common accepted is uh
1: boomers through sixty four. Uh, Gen
0: X starts at sixty five. Well I'm end of December of sixty four so I, I I get the worst of both. I I well, that 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 there's some more skinny tires popping right there. Yeah. I I'll let you be an honorary Gen Xer because <laughs> I know you're crotchety like me. The uh but it, it is, It's you know, there, there's, there's a lot of things that were done as a result of like the industrial revolution that in today's technologically advanced world just don't make sense. And I think as you see technology continue to advance and take away some of those jobs that have always been there, that required face time, you're going to see gasoline poured on that fire. Yes. So, and for anybody that's still with us, they're like scratching their head right now. <laughs> the only ones that are still with us are the ones that they've probably already muted it. They're just watching the, watching the course. Watching the course now. <laughs> Where am I going to attack? Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, because any you know anyone that listens to this. And be like man what did they talk about when they got to the distillery the, the, the funny the funny part's gonna be that anyone that listens to this part and they want to go to our hill country undie if they use the coupon code ron is cool at the hill country undie the first three people that do that will actually get a free entry wow you heard it here first but it doesn't count if you Tell everyone, go to minute whatever it is, 122 of the video and get your coupon code. I'm He'll... not telling. I'm just going to tell them they need to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ron is cool at the Hill Country Honda put on by Chumba Cycles. Uh, we'll get you the first three people that use that coupon code. will get free entry. I'm just throwing that out on the fly. Those, those Chumba guys are, they're all right. They got cool stuff. Yeah, they do. We got, we got a couple of them. Really, I'm really hoping I can get back on the bike this year. I remember the first time I rode the chainring massacre with you coming up this road. I wanted to punch you in the face. <laughs> Not the first time I've heard that. I won't be the last. Oh, this just gradual uphill slog. And then you realize that the town is still way down into a headwind. Into a headwind almost always. Even if it's freezing cold, it's still into a headwind, it seems like. Yeah. You're yeah. uh, like, I hate it. So, basically we've got three miles to the end of the round here. Yeah. Um, I'm leaning towards sticking with my reroute and bringing Wade Road back for maybe I- one last hurrah. I think you whatever you do you gotta use Wade Road. The bridge that's been fixed, the climb. Yeah, that's man, that's a solid piece of dirt. It'd be tough for me to leave that out, but I understand why you stick to your Well we still get that climb with that kicker. Ah, that that's true. Yeah. That's true. The turn was after there. That's right. So um, we get that still. I mean that the 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 road through there where the the, um, that bridge is is really really cool. However, um, I can under I can understand except why you would uh, change that. Yeah. So basically, what you saw today outside of us going and checking out the bridge that was repaired since Sunday. That's that's really that's really fast for County so there must be somebody with some pole that lives below that bridge. <laughs> um, Either that or they heard you were coming. Hey, Cook County loves us. I know. Cook County loves us. They treat us well. Monte County, I'm not so sure about, but you're, you're Cook County true, loves a us. you tourist attraction, man. Uh, one you, thing, you're bringing commerce to them. Yeah. They, uh, I think... Uh, One of these days we should really sit down with them and maybe put together just one really big shebang. Uh, We'll talk about that another time. Well, that that pavilion that we came past back there. Mm -hmm. I mean, getting to it would be a little bit of a challenge. But depending upon its size would be a really cool stitching. That's... That'll be a totally separate topic, but that's one of the things that we're up against, in that's a, uh, a difficulty of ours. So as these, as the roads get paved over, obviously our routes end up going a little further and further out. Yeah. It's really hard to get people to go over an hour's drive away from their home for a weekend event. I mean, if, it's a, if it's a destination event, if it's a big deal, the Red River Riot in yeah. Team, yeah. Stuff like that. The, part part of the reason I love this event is its proximity to my home. Yeah. This one's this one's easy in and out for everyone, so it's it's a it's a best of both worlds scenario. Yeah. Oh, whoops! Ah, no, that was the turn. Why didn't it? I didn't get my audio cue. You weren't listening to it now Probably, I may have it turned down. I don't know. It's all right. So the the next coupon code is Kevin Missed His Turn. Kevin there. Missed His Turn. Well, there was no arrow there. Yeah, I remember the first time you <laughs> routed us out of here. I was like, oh my gosh. Looks like they've actually even... Uh, painted this. Done something, well, not paved it, but they've uh, graded it. Yeah. It's, it's in the... So far, anyway, it's in the best in, shape I've ever seen this I was to say, it's in much better shape than it was this time last year when I rode it. I do like just having this last little tiny bit of dirt rolling into town. Yeah, and it's usually in such bad shape, it's another kick in the shin. (laughs) We're just ready to be done. There is that aspect of it, too. (laughs) I, I, I guess I do have a little bit of a sadistic quality, but oh well. I didn't say it was necessarily completely bad. It just does exist. That's a new one too. Uh, it sure is. Maybe that's why it got green. Could be. Gotta admit, I am uh, I am a fan of the concept of downsizing. I, you know, we we've actually talked about doing some of it now that my oldest is out of the house and, uh, as far as I can tell, not coming back. Uh, Ever since just just the three of us, Uh, now that we lost and then sprint finish from here. That's right, and we lost the the super active puppy dog. um, Back in the fall, we I mean we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense yet, but we've talked about it for sure. All right, here's the finish line. Here we are. Did you notice? The add-on they're doing to the Firelight Vineyards over there? I I was noticing that before we took off. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty substantial upgrade. They're um they're they're definitely doing good business if they're putting that kind of upgrade in. Their stuff's good. I stuff's I, good. I enjoy I enjoy theirs. And the Whiskey Hollow stuff is definitely good. Yeah. I think I might have to confirm that right about now. Uh, yeah, yeah, we might. Go. Yeah, there's a parking space right here. Yeah. All right, all right, folks. Thank you for joining us for this version of, or this edition of Spinistry Live. Uh, we have to go do some quality control checks at Whiskey Hollow Distillery, um, but not too much because we do both have to drive home. Um, <laughs> come join us at the Texas Chambering Master. I'm going to do everything I can to have this video up within 24 hours of us doing this. Uh, we have right at about 150 entries left as I speak. We do expect to sell out. That Ron is cool coupon code does not apply to the Texas Chain Ring Massacre. That will be for Hill Country Hyundai only. We'll see y'all on the 25th at TCM. See ya.